All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Just after 4 o'clock, how are you? Welcome back. Jason Greger. Connor Halley, The Gregor Show, is always presented by our title sponsor, PlayAlberta.ca, where our Thursday's grand a day you can play. You can win at $7.2 million because you win 1000 bucks a day for 20 years. Just think about it, man. You're sitting at home. Get the e-transfer, maybe a EFT, right into your bank account. Every day. Don't have to do anything. Although, would it be better maybe just to go get the money every day? Could you make a deal where, like, I'll have to ask it, PlayAlberta, do you get, like, $1,000? Could you get cash a few times? Just so you know. A little cold, hard cash. That would be nice. Be good. Awesome. We uh, have uh, Terry Ryan, of course, uh, with us. TR, how are you doing? I'm doing not bad. I heard your segment there with Colin. It was interesting. Got a little snack. Yeah, that's nice. I like it. Um, now, have you, uh, you've done a lot of things and uh, you've done a few stunts. Uh, you've never done like a car racing stunt or anything involved with that, have you? No, I learned to drive. A standard, though, by way of being a character in a movie. It was called A Fire in the Cold Season. came out in 2019, and I play a psycho. I love this role more than anything I've ever done, but it was a small market movie. But uh, anyway, it's it's worth the watch. And yeah, So, whoa, whoa, you didn't a... know how to drive a stick until 2019? No. And No, I didn't, and I... I had a, I've had a, like back in the day, I had a Camaro, two Camaros. I had not at the same time. I had a Corvette. I had a Jeep more than once and I never learned it. But you know what happened is that all my buddies in, in, in Tri Cities, back when I got money to sign and I wanted a sports car, I, I don't even know why. It was stupid. I <laughs> didn't have any idea the value of what real money in the real world or whatever. Everybody seemed to be doing it. Lank spot a Viper to go to Tampa. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not w- driving in in something like that that some of the veterans don't have. So um, 
I bought a Camaro. And the boys tried to convince me, and I got in, and I, I just, I, I just didn't see the point. I'm like, I, I don't. When I can just press the gas, why do I have to make it harder? Why don't we throw in a hula hoop? Why don't I juggle while I do it? Like it, to me, it was just there was no point. I came back here in Newfoundland. I don't know a few years later, I ended up selling that, and I got a Dodge Durango. And uh, my my buddy was selling a Jeep for like a real cheap. It was like two thousand bucks, and I was like, ah, oh, maybe I'll give it a try. I went to drive it again, and sure enough, and St. John's is full of hills and everything, right? Tri-City's not. And I was going up a hill, and I couldn't I, – I just couldn't get the clutch in and the gas at the same time. I couldn't find the right comment. I was on a hill, and I just parked it. I got out and got my – I called my friend and got him to come and get it. I said, never, ever again. There's no point. There's no point, especially not in St. John's. I'll just buy automatics. Anyway, Ooh. the movie came, and this character had to drive a big – it was a cool 84 Bronco. It was actually a pretty cool car to drive. But uh, I learned then, and I'm still not great, but I'm sufficient. Okay, I like it. Uh, you know what? Uh, as a farm kid, uh, you kind of grew up driving a stick, so it was never uh, never a big deal. Yeah. I love there is something different about driving a stick. Like if you're going to have a sports car, to me it's got to be a standard. If it's uh, if it's not a standard as a sports car, is it really a sports car? That's uh, so I hear. That's yeah. what that's what I would ask for sure about that. Uh month of giving continues on today and uh, hey, we've had some uh, some great bids. Uh, Scott is up to 2750 now on our uh, wine package. You're getting uh, six bottles of like high-end wine. Uh, courtesy of uh, Karen McGowan and the uh, folks at uh, Baseline Wine comes with glasses and a canter. And then you're going to have a wine tasting for 10 in your home. And Ryan will show up with six bottles of wine on top of that. So Scott has that at 2750. So that's awesome. Uh, we have 3500. That's package two, the wine package. Uh, we have our package three, which is the, uh, the Oilers uh, package, which is uh, four low seats to the uh, Oilers sends games. And also, and they're where the orders attack twice. It's a Saturday night game, January 6th. And you get your own custom made 3D 24 inch by 36 sign from Steel Collar CNC. Now that includes all the design consultation, all the drawings, all the drafting time, everything. That sign's worth about 3,500 itself. So that package of 3,500 right there, which is pretty good. We want to get that one up. And right now, the steal of the day, the, uh, and actually now, uh, recall transport is up to 2850. Um, for the, uh, the wine, but, uh, the steel right now so far. Now I know it's early. It's only halfway through the show. It always happens. But, uh, right now we're at 1500 on the brew house clubhouse package. Usually you rent this itself for more than that, but they're including a thousand dollars in food and beverage. This it's a, it's a private warehouse, a private gymnasium. It's got everything. It's got a full size gym. Like this is a great for a party place. You want to have stags. You want to have a company party that there's bowling lanes. It's private. There's no one else there. It's just you and your group you can fit up to a hundred people if you want, but you have two bowling lanes. You have a full size gymnasium. It's got a rock climbing wall. It's got all the facilities, all the stuff. If you want to play floor hockey, soccer, basketball, there's basketball nets in there. There's a tennis tennis ball machine if you want to uh you know pretend you're uh Bronich or somebody else like that blow your socks off uh they've got all the arcade games foosball air hockey everything actual arcade games and so uh plus a thousand dollars in food and beverage right you can't rent this out this is normally a very private event and so they've offered it up so currently it's right now at 1500 from steve which is an absolute steal so we're helping out uh, of course uh christmas bureau today in gregor's grad so if you want in 833 833- 401 1440. 833 401 1440.
Uh, let's get to uh, Ryan's rant now, brought to you by Action Electrical, family-owned business for over uh, 50 years. And uh, right now, of course, uh, solar is a big part of uh, how you can save lots of money, not only residential, but also commercial. There's grants that you can get up to $5,500 uh, in your residence, and they can help you out to save you all the money. Go to actionelectrical.net. TR, the floor is yours. My... There you go, buddy. Can can you hear me? My, yeah, my yeah. sound, your I sound you. to me just went out that second. I can hear you, buddy. Okay, so I'm, I'll speak. I can't hear you, though, and it wasn't on my end. It just went off that sec. So it doesn't, you can hear me, right? Okay. For today's rant, and to be honest with you, when we started this show, I forgot that I was I was to do a rant, but I do have a good story. From Sudbury, not the one I told you. I have another one. And then I got some 10 things I hate about Christmas. Okay, so here you go. I can hear you again. All right. Um, Okay, so here we go. First of all, this happened in the spring. I thought it was funny. I meant to tell you before, and I haven't, so I might as well say it on the air. Um, As you know, I was looking for a white Jeep, which I since found in Corner Book, Newfoundland. Through a good friend, Darren Colburn. Shout out to Darren. I love it. It's the best vehicle, most fun that I've ever had because my daughter wanted it and I for 10 years. I ended up getting it. But at that time, it was the spring. We were shooting season two of Shorzy. And I guess it was about April. So I went into this dealership and it took a long time to get served. I mean, people were walking around me, like almost through me. They weren't even looking me in the eye. And I was thinking to myself, do these guys like were Bell Media or were Shorzy maybe going to use them for a sponsor or something and they have some kind of tension? Is there some conflict? Clearly, they're looking at me and they're going the other way. Okay. And clearly, I mean, I'm sitting there. I got no tooth in. I got my hat on back. I look like my character in Shorzy. So I'm going... Something obviously happened. So, okay. So I get up. I'm like, okay, someone's got to serve me at some point. So I grab a bunch of mints and like little chocolates that were there. And I'm munching away. Again, nobody. Now, two people come in behind me and they get served immediately. So I'm saying it's definitely something to do with Shorzy. I'm getting on the horn with Jared. He's not answering, but I'm going, what what happened here at wherever we were? And I'm, I'm not going to mention the dealership because... It's all in the past now. But I, two guys come out, and I guess they work there. They look bigger, like almost like almost like I was being escorted out. And I was upset anyway, so I just left. I said, screw this. Across the street, there was a, 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 a little restaurant. I walk in there, and the guy who plays J.J. Frankie J.J. <laughs> comes in right after me, right? His name is Max Buffard. He's the only one of us that is actually from Sudbury. So he says, you know why you didn't get served? I just went up to pick you up. <laughs> I said, no. He said, well, you went in there. I had those, you know, those gloves that I, you, you know, the Rocky gloves with the fingers out. Yeah. yeah. You've seen, you've seen me wear and you commented on them. Well, I had those on. I had yeah, you think you're Duke Myers from Stampede Wrestling. <laughs> well, well, worse. I was had plaid. I had like plaid on like it was all I have joggers that I just went to work that day, you know, like just kind of got up out of bed. OK, just wait a second. And- so so you're wearing sweatpants. Yes. With a plaid with, with, with a stains pl- on them with yeah. a plaid lumberjack shirt, your hat on backwards and the fingerless gloves and no tooth. Huh. And I was 
I was starving, whatever it was. I, I can't remember what it was, but let's just say maybe the craft that came out that day or the lunch, I was allergic or something. I hadn't eaten. I remember being starving because I wouldn't normally go to mints, but I was eating the mints and chocolates. So they thought you were homeless. That I was homeless and I went in there. Not that you don't serve homeless people, but come on, you know what I mean? So, so I went in and I think they figured that either, you know, I was loitering, I was hanging around, I was about to rob them or whatever it was. But it no one even asked all. you, like, sir, can we help you? Like, maybe we can Nothing. escort you out. So did you go Nothing back and I buy your Jeep? Were, I suppose they were intimidated. And, I, I, yeah, they thought I went in there for a snack of mints and stuff. And I guess the last thing that they ever thought was that I had the money to buy a car, which is discrimination, I might add. But I've gone back and I've said I shook their hands and told the story. It's all in fun now. But that is indeed why I didn't get served. They thought I was just in there. Hitching a ride, so to speak. So did you buy a vehicle from them? No, I didn't. Yeah, well, of course not. I can see why you wouldn't. Hey, no. just like, hey, you guys don't like people with no teeth and you know bad taste and clothes? Come on. I'm not going to buy a truck from you. There's no and chance. And all the gloves were out. Yeah, I, I know. I, I, Looking at my appearance, I can understand why they would have assumed that. But, you know, again... Someone walks into your dealership, you should uh, probably serve. Well, at least anyway. acknowledge you're still a human. So now give us your 10 things. You actually, okay. the 10 things you dislike about Christmas? Well, yeah, I didn't know what to come up with. So All I right. just, you know, I, I was late to the Colin uh, Livingston segment. So oh, yeah. I just jotted these down knowing that I had no rant. So here we go. Number one, Elf on the Shelf. Tell me what the point of this is. Most elves, if I'm a kid, okay, I know that elves are up in help in the North Pole. They're supposed to be. But this guy or girl wants to sit on the shelf and just stare, like especially if you're going out, you know, you get hungry in the middle of the night. It's dark, and you just know there's these eyes following you around. I don't know what's appealing about Elf on the Shelf. You Can you tell me? Uh, nothing. Trust me. As a parent, I hate the Elf on the Shelf. So, yeah, I'm I with you. And now Elf, now elf on the Shelf has a friend, if you want. Give me a break. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's just yeah it's obviously it's yeah. just we'll talk to Santa about that Santa's he's 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 trying to oversee too many things I don't like it I think so another thing I hate about Christmas asking someone what they want like to me and people say it's about giving <laughs> yes I know it's not about receiving as much as it's about giving it is about giving or it should be but that giving should be in the form of surprise it's not just about giving you know I like the thought of giving but giving can be Lazy, and when giving is lazy, you're only doing it for the season. Surprise somebody. That's what the gifts are for. It's what the wrap is for. I hate Christmas wrap, but I like it in that it surprises people, so I didn't add wrap to my list. Um, you never hear anything about Australia. They, ce they celebrate Christmas on the other side. I mean, they do all over the world, but I'm saying Australia is a huge continent with major cities that – does everything for over there? It's summer right now, not yeah. winter. No, yeah. right. In the Western world, it's in winter, but they celebrate. There's Christians. There's there's people who celebrate Christmas to be festive. All different cultures. They all exist in Australia like they do here, but we don't even acknowledge it. I don't know any Christmas movie that takes place there. I don't even know anybody that brought it up. But Australia has a Christmas. Why don't we ever hear about it? Right. I mean, I don't know much about Australia, but I think they celebrate it like we do. I mean. I, it's not a geographical thing. It's a culture thing. So I find it funny we don't ever hear about that. Peppermint, my next thing. I hate peppermint. And it seems that everything, like, if you like it, why isn't it around all year? This kind of falls under the pumpkin spice thing at Halloween as well. All of a sudden, everybody loves peppermint. Well, where are you in June? All I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. I could do without that forever. And 
And if you think I'm being biased, maybe, but I love the Beatles. I love Paul McCartney, but I can't stand Wonderful Christmas Time. Good Lord. We got to hear that every year because it's Paul McCartney. Again, I love the uh, John Lennon. Happy Christmas. War is over. Overplayed, but still a lot better than that silly, wonderful Christmas song. Uh, number six, ugly Christmas sweaters. Can you please tell me the point? Back when it was unique and someone used to sneak on an ugly Christmas sweater from the archives, from your great-grandfather in 1923, some big stereotypical-looking fishing shirt or wherever you are, something, something that was Christmassy but was obviously unique and old. Now they made, they've commercialized that. You go to the mall and there's more ugly Christmas sweaters than there are sweaters. So now what becomes unique is to go to a Christmas sweater party wearing a normal sweater, which is exactly what I'm doing this year. It's tomorrow. It's at Greensleeves, one of my favorite pubs. But I refuse to go out and try to out-ugly everybody in a Christmas sweater that I buy at Walmart or some store in the mall that someone's going to make money on because I decided to go out and buy this ugly Christmas sweater and conform to society's norms. I hate that one. Number seven. Running into people. I, the people I want to run into is awesome. I really enjoy that. On, on the 23rd, I'll go down to uh, Blue on Water, and there's a tradition here called Tibbs Eve, and it's a great tradition. I love going down there to see people like Teddy Purcell. There you go, ex-Oiler. He comes back. There, we, we do that every year together. That'll be great. But along the way, you run into these people that you don't want to see. You haven't seen since high school. You do not give a shit about them. They don't care much about you, but you run into them and you have to have. I would say over the course of Christmas, I have at least six hours worth of conversation that's completely <laughs> wasteful. There's no point. It's in one ear and out the other. At least six full hours, you're looking at somebody. It's complete small talk, and you leave, and you'll never remember that conversation again. Till the next year when you run into him again at Blue on Water on December 23rd. Number eight, I love, I love the food, and there's just too much. The food is good. The willpower is bad. I know and you know that in 12 days from now, I'm going to be way bigger than this. I'm going to have to put on at least 10 pounds, and the first few weeks of January, I'll have to lose it if I stick to my other silly thing, these New Year's resolutions, which work like 10% of the time. Anyway, number nine, working on Christmas Eve and Christmas. I hate when I go out, you know, I don't know, to your favorite local coffee shop or whatever it is, sandwich, or you're ordering something. Like, there's people that are working. One thing if they want to work and it's their business to make some money. It's one thing if they're not into Christmas and it doesn't matter one thing one way or the other. But, you know, driving up to a drive through window on the 24th, and seeing some kid, 16, 17, that just doesn't want to be there. I, I, I don't, I, I could do without that. And finally, the number 10 on my list of things that I could do without at Christmas is this whole argument Merry Christmas versus Happy Holidays. Can you tell me what Grinch is? How mad do you have to be as a person to get upset about the way I greet you at Christmas? Holy Hannah, I've never heard more. Well, it's, it's happy. you're saying happy holidays. You, you got something against Christmas, Terry? Why is it happy holidays? I don't know, man. Maybe you don't celebrate it. I really don't know. But it's happy. It's not supposed to be sad, and it's certainly not supposed to be angry. So get off my back. There. Well, I like that rant. It's very good. I will say, though, I say Merry Christmas, and I don't feel bad about it. If you don't celebrate Christmas, that's no problem. I have zero in. That's no it's, problem. People, I don't, if somebody comes out to me and says Happy Hanukkah, I don't celebrate it. Do I get, why would you get offended if you don't celebrate Christmas? 
That's what I understand. I don't get me wrong. Well, I get offended. Don't get me wrong. I say Merry Christmas as well. I don't know. I say it all the time because to me, yeah. guess what? It was always Merry Christmas. Now, some people don't celebrate it. That's awesome. You don't celebrate it. But why do we have to change when we've celebrated for so long? Yeah. Bothers these me. People, Drives these me people up the wall. That to, and by extension, sorry to cut you off, Jason. I didn't mean to do that. By extension, the people that really care about that, right? If you really, really care. Now, again, I don't because everybody has different beliefs, but that would mean then that you're deeply religious. So why do you only go to mass on Christmas Eve? I got tons of friends like that. You're getting all up in arms. Where are you every Sunday of the year? Right. (laughs) Where the hell are you the rest of the time? What's a bad word to use? Where the heaven are you? Whatever it is. All I'm saying is that the people that get upset aren't they would have to be upset about the religious part of it. That's the whole point. And if they are. Well, you know, maybe don't cast so many stones at Christmas time. Look yourself in the mirror and try to be a better person. That's very true. That's a, that was a good rant, TR. Uh, it's Ryan's rant brought to you by Action Electrical. Uh, James Duthie will join us next in the Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Continuing on Thursday afternoon, Jason Gregor, Terry Ryan with you on the Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca, where uh, you can get in the game if you haven't tried it. Parlay, in-game sports betting, odds boost, they have it all. And uh, if you haven't tried, use the promo code SPORTS50 and you get uh, your free $50 wager at PlayAlberta.ca. Uh, a few more bids coming in. We're up to uh, thirty six fifty on the uh, Oilers and Sign package. Uh, the uh, wine is, uh, man, what's the wine up to, Con? I think it's up to 3000 from Scott now. On the uh, on the wine package, and we're at um, sixteen hundred now from uh, Mike on the uh, brew house clubhouse package. So we'll update you on all those at the uh, top, or uh, probably at the end of the next segment. So it's going very well on a positive Friday. We love it, a lot of fun. Let's get to our big guest of the day today. Brought to you by Silent Ice Sports and Entertainment, and uh, on behalf of them and the uh, Spruce Grove Saints and all their other organizations, they wish all of you a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and hopefully a successful and prosperous 2024. From Silent Ice Sports and Entertainment, uh, he is a host of uh, TSN few podcasts uh also uh, a lot of people don't know is the uh, president of the ryan rashog fan club uh james duthie joins us uh, on the show james how you doing uh you flipped that i am the president of the <laughs> ryan rashog hater club which is has an extensive membership <laughs> we despise that man oh nice um i want to get your thoughts Honor to be on with ted hitchcock by the way oh yeah hey a big fan right uh season three uh we'll find we'll see if he finds any love in uh in season three or not so <laughs> or if he can buy a vehicle on his own that would be nice so sure uh hey james I, you know what uh you're very close to ottawa give me your thoughts on the uh the senators and uh, a season has gone wrong for them and now a coaching change and um like I, I'm not a big fan of temporary coaches because I don't see Jacques Martin as a long-term answer, and I'm not even sure Daniel Alfredson is. So, what do you make of this move? Well, I think you got to hire a general manager and let the general manager pick the coach. Uh, that's you can't give a coach right now a three-year contract or whatever, and then hire a general manager in a couple of months. And maybe it's not his guy. So, I think that's the kind of conundrum they were in, and I think that's why they tried to go as long as they could with DJ Smith. And hopefully hire a general manager and uh, before they they can DJ Smith, but it's messy. Uh, I, there was just so much optimism, and I mean I agreed with some of it, but watching that team enough, and we we do the regional games out here, I just think it, you have a really talented group of forwards, and the defense has gotten better. But 
you have a bunch of forwards that not all of them, I'm not going to paint them all with the same brush, but sort of collectively as a group don't play great defense. And I don't think that magically is going to change. And you can fault DJ Smith for maybe not teaching them how to do it better. And maybe who knows, maybe Jacques Martin will, but I wasn't as optimistic as everybody else was before the season. Same with Corpus Allo. Like they, they signed Corpus Allo and everybody goes, Oh, they finally have their goalie. Well, I mean, he had a decent stint with LA for half a season and besides that, he's been like half the other goalies in the league where he's been okay sometimes and, and garbage sometimes. So I think the optimism, they got a little bit ahead of themselves. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's for Senators fans, I think it's been – this one's been the crushing year because this was the year where everybody thought they'd make the move. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's not been good at all. Um New Jersey and the Orders take on each other tonight. Two teams that had 100 plus points last year and both currently sitting in, uh, in 12th place in their respective conferences. James, which one do you have more faith will get to the playoffs? Edmonton or New well, Jersey? Well, that's a loaded one, Chase, in your market. Uh, to get to the playoffs, I'd say Jersey. I have a little more faith in Jersey only because, um, I mean, the East is very even, and I just think when they get a little bit healthier and stuff, they'll be fine. But that's a slight edge. I still think the Oilers are going to make the playoffs, too, because the West is so top-heavy, and there's just a lot of uh, crappy teams below them. But, you know, it's the same same sort of deal a little bit where the, the Oilers' back half of the lineup, which I think they'd sort of solve that, is there's a lot of guys that are marginal NHLers in the bottom six, I think, on the Oilers, and, and that's a problem. And I know they've gotten a little back into that. You know, when McDavid or Dreisaitl's on, they're okay. And when neither one of them's on, they, they're no good again, which is kind of where they were a couple of years ago. So uh, I still think they'll find a way to make I actually think both teams will make the playoffs, which is a cop-out on your question. But uh, I guess I have a slight bit more confidence in Jersey. It's a weird – look, you could say this any time basically in the salary cap era, but I think it's more valid today than ever before that there is just so much – parity in the league and equity in the league and even we know there's a bunch of teams that are better and Edmonton or LA and you know Vegas teams like that are when they're playing their best are better than you know most of the teams in the league but if this is a real there's no easy two points anymore ever right like look at Columbus Columbus is not a good hockey team and they pound Buffalo at nine to four or whatever it was the other night and that kind of stuff happens where you know, one team will beat one team six to one. You think, oh, that team sucks. And the next night they beat, you know, Vegas. I, I've never seen it more like this. And there's just there's just no easy nights with wins. And uh, that's why I think you see, particularly in the Eastern Conference, so many teams that are like, you know, 16 and 14 or, uh, you know, 14 and 16, right around that area. James, before Ted Hitchcock, actually, I spoke at the rec room with Biz. It was probably four or five years ago. I met you there briefly. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it, it was nice to meet you. Nice to talk to you again. But, uh, yeah, that was before Ted Hitchcock. And, uh, <laughs> I well, was, uh, I was always uh, a big fan. I think you're the greatest guest in, in Spit and Chicklets history. So I'm glad you got, uh, not only the regular, uh, regular, TV gig, but a regular show out here. Well, listen, I really, really appreciate that because I'm a big fan. Uh, World Juniors, tell us, what, what, what do we expect from Canada? How do we look? And the rest of the field, yeah. uh, that's a loaded question. So it, but it, uh, it's, 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 a, it's, 
it's a weird it's a weird year in that I like I've been doing this 20 years I think and I'm sure it's happened before but my memory's kind of skewed anyway but I don't remember there's only one player back and it's Owen Beck and he actually only played I don't know if you remember this, but he, he he only played. He was only called in on on New Year's Day because of an injury, so he only played three games. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it's a funny story. He was uh, at a New Year's Eve party. It was eleven thirty. He was at a New Year's Eve party in Mississauga, so you probably know where that was going. And got a call from <laughs> Team Canada GM and said, "You need to be on a plane at five a.m. to get to Halifax to play in the quarterfinals." And so he rolls in, gets out there, watches Bedard shine, and wins a gold medal. But he's the only guy back. And so I kind of like teams like this. I, I feel the world, world juniors are interesting. Unless you're a diehard follower of junior or NCAA hockey, I think the average Canadian, you know, tunes in on Boxing Day and they don't know, you know, 90% of the players. And then by the semifinals on, you know, January 3rd, they're yelling, why are they putting Connor Geeky on that line with Max of what? <laughs> yeah. Right? So, I mean, that's the great thing about this tournament. You kind of get to know guys and fall in love with guys or, or out of love with them really fast. So I, I think it'll be cool that way. There's still a ton of – you could – I always say when I do these interviews, you know, who are the favorites? I could, I could box an interview and play it every year for 20 years that the favorites of the tournament are going to be the Americans, the Canadians, the Swedes. Sometimes the Finns sneak in there. And when the Russians were around, it would be the Russians. It never really changes. There's just minor – inflections within that where you know sometimes finland doesn't have a great roster sometimes the americans have a bit of an off year so i would say the states and sweden are you know sweden has been loading up because it's their home tournament and they have a really experienced team and the americans are loaded so i would say they're slight favorites over canada but it's really hard to ever call canada an, an underdog in this tournament so um you know Take get to the semifinals. It's probably, you know, it's it's Sweden, Canada, the U.S., and probably Finland. You know, maybe there's an upset in the Slovakia, or the Czechs, or something in the semifinal, and then it's all a crapshoot from there. Yeah, the Americans uh, look very loaded. Uh, spoke to Steve Ellis about it earlier, and uh, you know he follows a lot of this. Mm. You know, and this is their year. But in a tournament like this, like you know, Canada comes in maybe not a ton of expectations like they normally would. As you mentioned, only one returning player. You know, Celebrini's obviously a lot of people are going to watch because he's projected to be the uh, the number one overall. He's good. Oh, he's really, really good. I, I just was out in Oakville for those things last week, and you know, I don't want. I don't want people, you know, Bedard set expectations, Jason, that were stupid for, you know, a 17-year-old. 17-year-olds usually do not do well at this tournament. Remember McDavid in his first year did, did nothing, essentially. And and Bedard sort of rewrote the rules on that. So Celebrini comes in as 17-year-old, and maybe the expectations are a little higher. Uh, they probably shouldn't be, but, man, he, he was the, he's been the best player in in most of their games so far, so yeah. I can't wait to watch them. Well, and then you know, you look at uh, you know Iserman on, on the states is somebody that people are watching. Um, mm. McGurdy, mm. they just got their captain back; he's healthy. Uh, their goaltending is uh, to me that's what I'm interested in to see which American they actually up actually running with come playoffs. But Canada well, could be it could be the same thing with Canada, where I, I think there's not you know this is a bigger conversation about Canadian goaltending in general that you can have you know in regards to the Olympics if they ever get there, but. The three goalies, Rousseau, St. Hilaire, Ratzleff, I think Rousseau's probably the starter right now. Um, but again, it could be interchangeable. I think somebody could win that job. By the way, I've never met this kid, St. Hilaire, who's probably the backup goalie now. I have, in all my time covering this tournament, 
I have never met a kid either happier or more shocked to be on the team, which maybe concerns me a little bit if he gets in a big game because I've interviewed him the other day. You know, I'm just trying to get to know the players and I'm like, what are your parents? How do your parents react when they, you got the call, when you called them and said you made it? Oh, they were shocked. They were shocked when I got invited to camp. I was shocked when I got invited to camp. He's like, two years ago, I was a backup. I was nobody. So he's just a, a really great kid and very humble, but I think he was legitimately, legitimately shocked when he was invited to the camp and then when he made the roster, which, you know, you expect most of these kids to be cocky and to be all expect to be there and to be bitter when they don't make it. And I think he, he was just walking around six feet off the ground around there the other day. Well, it's always a great tournament. Uh, you know, the, the kids go all out in that tournament. Uh, it's a load of fun uh, to watch. So uh, try to get some sleep while you can, and uh, we look forward to watching it starting on Boxing Day. Yeah, you. Uh, it's not the best for the West Coast guys, although it's uh, you know helpful uh, for Alberta and BC. All that we most of the Canadian games are are one thirty. So what's that? Uh, Eleven thirty for you guys? Yeah, so they're that's not, not bad. too bad. No, no, no. It's not like that one year when we were in Ufa, and we did not go to that one, uh, Mackenzie and I. And the pregame shows were starting like at three thirty a.m. in Toronto, and that messed up my life for about a year because I'm. I'm very soft and cannot do overnight. So uh, uh, these are reasonable times, and uh, it's gonna. It's it's always great. It's my favorite event of the year. And thank you, boys, for having me on. Thanks, James. As always, man. Merry Christmas. Uh, all the best in okay. 2024. Okay, and I Merry love Christmas. Dog. I was just kidding. Yeah, yeah, no, it's all good, man. We get it. It's all good. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, James Duffy from uh, TSN. We'll come back. We have uh, five questions and more on the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440 Live on Orders Nation YouTube. 4:49, Jason Greger. Connor Holly with you. Uh, Terry, just to uh, point out, we had a few texters saying they love the rant, but they just want to point out that um, Six White Boomers is an Australian Christmas song. So that's... Okay. Uh, yeah. I really... You know what? I take that mm-hmm. um, with uh, not a grain of salt. What's the word? I, 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 I love constructive criticism. I love being wrong when it comes to things like this. If anybody else has any examples like that, I have a large listenership for my podcast, Tales with TR from Australia, is kind of where the question came from. Shoot them my way. Terry Ryan 20 on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, the more the merrier. Yeah, there, uh, there you go. I did, honestly, I had six white boomers. I didn't know that was Australian. So I learned, Maybe. I know that song though. So, uh, there you go. It's always good to, uh, uh, learn some things. So, uh, we're up to, uh, 3650 on the, uh, the tickets. Uh, hey, we're going to have a great power hour here today on, uh, the month of giving, which is great. The, uh, final, uh, day for auction items. So if you've been waiting, you're like, Hey, I want to get in some things. We got the order ticket package and the great sign. Then we have the wine package and then we also have the, uh, Canadian Brew House Clubhouse package, which, um, you know what, uh, all good values, but uh, some right now are better bargains than others uh, based on uh, what they would normally go for. So that's good. Let's get to five questions brought to you by The Brick, and it's uh, Boxing Day, of course, is next Tuesday. Be ready. As uh, you can have uh, the five-hour door crashers from 7 a.m. till noon at The Brick, 70% off uh, genuine uh, leather sofas when you buy the matching Love seat uh, all day. You can buy any TV or appliance and uh, get $50 credit on furniture and uh, mattresses. Uh, there's also uh, GCs for the first people in line if you want to line up at 7 a.m. So get it at the brick and the brick.com. It's time for five questions on the Jason Greger Show. 
All right, guys, question number one with Connor Brown being a healthy scratch and the Frank Saravalli reports that he did not look happy coming off the ice. What do you expect from him the remainder of the season once he does get back out there? Well, first of all, Connor, I'll thank you for playing one of my favorite bands earlier, Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels. <laughs> I think you played Good Golly, Miss Molly. My favorite would be Jenny Take a Ride, but one of the uh, flashes in the pan that I love, uh, the 60s music scene. So that being said... What do I think about Connor Brown? That's not the question you asked me, is it? Okay. Well, what do I expect? I expect him to do better because he can't possibly do any worse. <laughs> Honestly, my mother, if she put on skates, could play for the Oilers and get one assist in 24 games. You, really, she could, right? Anybody could. Anybody could. A pylon could literally get hit twice and get an assist in 24 games, so he can't do any worse than this. Now, we know he has the talent question i have is that injury i don't know something is making him play poorly not and, and something has to be there has to be a reason and i don't think it's just confidence i think maybe the injury didn't go away fully or whatever it is but the question is what do i expect expect him to do better even if he's in the minors he's going to do hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. Better. Is he going to be in the Oilers at the end of the season? I think it's a flip of a coin. I look at Brown. I'm happy that he's mad. If the guy wasn't mad, I'd really question him. Like, yeah, you should be pissed off. Pissed off at yourself because guess what? The thing that he can control is where you go on the ice. That's the one thing you can control. And the fact that he only has seven shots. I know people like Abba Gregor's hit the post twice. Okay, great. So he's got ten, or sorry, nine shots in the inner slot. Oh, my God, nine instead of seven. Let's plan the parade. Like, I'm sorry. He hasn't. I don't care. And I don't even care what the bonus structure is. I don't care what your salary is. His production isn't good enough. He's making league minimum this year at 775, right? So regardless of the bonuses, he's making league minimum in his actual AAV against the cap. So I don't, I don't evaluate players on what they make. I don't really don't care. His play, simply not good enough. Not only is he only been on the ice, how, he's only been on the ice for three goals at five on five. 
So when he's on the ice, they're doing a whole lot of nothing. They beat out score 12-3 when he's on the ice. So there's a lot of areas he's got to improve. I hope he's mad. I hope he's spitting mad. And when he comes out the next game, he plays with the emotion and the passion necessary to help contribute to the team. Question number two, since we had Mr. Devil on to show himself, Ken Danico, who would you say are the top three devils of all time? Oh, I think this is easy. Marty Broder, Scott Niedemeyer, Scott Stevens. What order? Ooh, now that's a good question. Um, I probably put Niedemeyer, Broder, or Stevens. Okay, I have, I have the exact same, so I'm going to go with some honorable mentions here. I love Stefan Richet. Oh, yeah. uh, he came over to Montreal in 95, 96, or no, 96, 97, after spending four years there. And he was a hero of mine. I was always a Canadians fan. I think he might be the last 50-goal scorer for the Habs, but he did it twice with the Habs. And shortly after, I was his teammate, albeit briefly. We still keep in touch. We do alumni tours together. And Stefan Richet, uh, I'll add, and Dawson Mercer being a Newfoundlander. There you go. Should have done top 10, make you guys work a little bit harder with that one. But I will learn for next time. Uh, question number three for you guys. Let's look to the forward uh, between the pipes. Olivier Rodrigue playing very well. Ryan Holt, the voice of the Condor, saying he's saved 643 of his last 690 shots. Face, that's a 932 save percentage down in the A. Uh, what do you guys think about Olivier Rodrigue, and how long before we get a chance to see him up in the NHL? I've said this for months. I, I'm astounded that it hasn't happened yet. Even, you know, the Oilers were rallying call for a goalie. Now, that being said, Skinner, I think, really turned it around. He really did. I mean, the last few games, not withstanding here, but, he, but uh, you know, outside of that, for much of the season, there were calls where, where the Oilers possibly going to get a goalie. Where? Who are they going to trade? Where, where could they possibly look? Picard's there. They don't have anybody else. It's like this guy was a ghost. I don't understand it. Look at his stats. Look where they picked him. They think highly of him. He's playing well. He's only added to that. I think it should have happened months ago. I would look, uh, you know, now he's only played, he's only made six starts this year. Now that's not because of his play. So I would say this. Honestly, if uh, if Calvin Pickard is mid in his next few games and Rodri keeps rolling, I think we could see him in January at some point. I, but what I need to see first is give him a string of four, five, six out of seven or six out of eight games and see how he does then, right? Uh, but because uh, ultimately, like if, if I was Jeff Jackson and Ken Holland, am I going to go into the after the trade deadline with a rookie and a sophomore goalie in a, an important year? You could, but man, that's a pretty big risk. So I think Rodrigue has to play because I think next year is you're going to have to have a bargain. You're going to have to have two goalies making three mil. So uh, Jack Campbell, if he's bought out or retained salary, whatever it is, that it's going to make your goalie position not nearly as expensive. So I, I think, yeah, you play uh, Rodrigue. I could see a game maybe, guys, this year, but I think, honestly, this is – I want him to roll. I want him to play a ton. And so next year he comes in, you can say, guess what? It'll be him and Skinner. Question four, and I feel like this will unnecessarily fire up some Oilers fans, but Austin Matthews, 11 goals in his last seven games, currently on pace to score 72. How many do you think he will finish with this year? Well, on pace is a great sign. I understand it all, but let's be honest. The unfortunate part of Matthews is he usually misses a few games. Right now, he missed one to sickness. That's different. But um, and And it's funny. Like, Austin Matthews, this is not remotely as consistent as he was when he scored 60. But when he's scoring, he's scoring in bunches, right? Like, I think he has something like 21 goals in eight or nine games. Like, he's been red hot in some. And then he's gone, like, 12 games with no goals, So which is kind of odd. 
I will say he finishes with 67. Wow, interesting. At the beginning of every season for the last four or five, I always mark Matthews down for 60. I know he's on pace for that. I, I notice it, too. I I don't know the analytics behind it, but I bet you he has a lot of two- and, and three-goal games, um, more so than the average sniper. It seems that way, meaning he's streaky. He can be inconsistent. He's consistently He consistently scores in bunches, which means there's a level of inconsistency to it. So 72, yeah, he might be on pace for it. We are well into the season, but... That's a lot, no matter what area you're talking about. And I know it's Austin Matthews. I'm going to say 63. And final question for you guys today. It is, apparently, don't make your bed day. So, a question for you guys both. When you roll out of bed in the morning, are you someone who makes the bed or are you someone who does not make the bed? First of all, who makes these days? Is there a bed-making committee? Like, how many? Every day there's a day. It's milkshake day. It's cheeseburger day. It's coffee table day. Now it's make your bed day. Like, I mean, who comes up with this stuff, first of all? Second of all, yeah, I think, look, there's things that make you feel organized and give your mind a little bit of a refresher. If I if my driveway needs to be resealed and fixed, that's a job. That's something that got to be planned ahead. Making your beds easy. And for the little tiny bit of mental satisfaction that gives, why not do it? Oh yeah, I'm a big bed maker. Uh, it's it's a simple thing, um, especially because uh, we really encourage our son to make his bed. So if parents don't make theirs, it's kind of a you know do what I say, not as I do. So yeah, I. Uh, but I'll be honest, when I was younger as a teenager, I never liked. Me- but I probably ever since I've been an adult, I don't mind making my bed. But it's pretty simple. I I don't move lots in my sleep. Like literally, my half of the bed, I can literally just get out of bed and uh, and fold it back over. It's pretty simple. Now, it becomes a little bit of an issue when you got too many throw pillows right there's not many bachelors that i know that have throw pillows on their bed i sure didn't so it was easy for me to make my bed right you have the sheet i don't tuck my sheet in so i didn't have to untuck it and wrap it in every time i hate it tucked in i don't want to be in a sleeping bag i want to be in a bed that's fine but the throw pillows there's a little bit there's got to be a limit on them like i don't need 15 throw pillows to decorate the bed every time so thankfully we only have two cons what about you I do now. I do now. Younger, even into my late 20s, I didn't. But then I met someone who prefers the bed made. So now I do. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I I find these on a website, TR. There's a website. It has all the international days of the year. And as someone who has to get five questions a day, I rely on it heavily. So they will continue not, to come. Not you. I, I, I applaud you for finding them. I just... It's funny how many different days there are, and I guess a lot of them must overlap. Like today is probably, you know, don't make your or, or remember to make your bed day. It's probably visit the mall day. It's probably walk down the street day. I don't know. Driving a car day. National Short Story Day and National Coquito Day and National Short Girl Appreciation Day as well. Short Girl Appreciation Day. Yeah. Okay, we went. So the guys got a separate one. I think so. And this is so ridiculous, but uh, hey, it gives us something to talk about. <laughs> I love it. Hey, TR, 
Have yourself, uh, I know you've been away, so you're excited to, uh, to have a Christmas at home. So, uh, enjoy Christmas and the, uh, and the New Year. And, uh, we will chat with you in, uh, in 2024. So, uh, have a great, uh, week. Will the, uh, will Oiler fans, uh, what are they going to do here? Are they going to split? They're going to get swept. They're going to win both here in the next 48 hours. Well, no, oh, I think they're going to win both. Hold me to that. I really do. I got a good feeling heading into Christmas. I want everybody out there to have a Merry Christmas or a Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, salutations, whatever it might be. Be happy during this festive season and have a martini for me. Bye. Oh, a martini. I like it. All right, TR. Have a good one. We'll chat with you in 24. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Connor. Thank you, Edmonton. See you guys soon. That is uh, Terry Ryan, our uh, Monday and Thursday co-host. Of course, uh, we are off Monday, and uh, TR's been uh, gone for a bit, so uh, he's uh, off uh, next Thursday as well, but then we'll be back in 2024. Uh, five o'clock, we'll come back. We'll update you on the month of giving packages and more when we return after Connor Halley Sports 1440 update brought to you by Booster Juice. And you can download the app right now for great, uh, delicious savings. You get points on smoothies, drinks, food, and more. Check it out right now. Download the app anywhere you get the app store. That is Booster Juice. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.